Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey everyone, uh, it's your boy Anthony. Um, we're kind of running behind on getting this episode out. It has halfway has to do with editing, halfway has to do with all the news that's coming out. So we're putting this episode out on Friday the 13th. Um, and in case you didn't know, um, everything's canceled. There's no sports anymore. NASCAR was uncertain. Now it's certain. Um, so we recorded this episode, I believe, on Tuesday. I recorded the interview Wednesday. As you can see, our editing is very slow. Um, but yeah, I mean, you we're, we're cutting out our picks for Atlanta. There's no real reason to have them right now because they don't mean anything. Um, and also, we didn't have Methy or Alex this week. So... Yeah, it's a little unfortunate. So what you guys are going to be able to listen to today, we're going to give you the Phoenix recap. Um, and, of course, we're going to talk Brandon Jones winning because this is a Brandon Jones circle jerk, if you didn't know. Um, we're also going to throw in our interview with our IndyCar guy, Phil Clark. Now, of course, we recorded that before all the news came out. Um, just all of it. So, and then we'll just do rounding out the field. There's going to be, I might do something at the end where I talk about the state of the sport. Kevin hasn't texted me back. It's currently three o'clock on Friday. So we're working on that, but yeah, um, we're still going to be doing episodes. I need to reiterate that we are still going to do episodes of the podcast. We just won't talk racing that much. We'll do like 20 minutes of updates for racing based on the news we're getting. And then we'll just talk nothing. We'll just have an episode where we just talk about movies, music, doing stuff, going to concerts, being 20 and 25 in a world where coronavirus is a thing right now. Like we'll just bring a bunch of our friends on and talk. It's going to be fun. You know, it'll be very different from all our other episodes, but it'll still be a lot of fun. And we can throw NASCAR jokes and shit in there if you want to. Um, but yeah, just bear with us through this. Um, as long as we can keep you entertained and just pretend like nothing's wrong, at least for an hour, it's better than nothing. So, um, you know, just stick through it, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll get through this shit together. And, you know, just please... Please stay healthy and wash your hands. I feel like a racing podcast does not need to be the one that reiterates that to you, but wash wash your hands. All right, guys. Enjoy the episode.
What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. It is episode 54, and I am your host, Kevin Costello. Joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Anthony. How are you doing today? Well, um, I'm not hosting the episode today because I may or may not have contracted the coronavirus this weekend, but we're just going to wait and see on that one. Great to hear, man. Glad you had a good time. Hopefully everything is all good. Uh, I know I I watched both the races this weekend. You were out having the time of your life at Okeechobee. Oh, yeah. why, don't, why don't you give us a quick recap of how that uh, weekend went for some of our crossover oh. NASCAR and music festival fans? Yeah, so um, I had a great time. with. I went with all my uh, festival friends and uh, all from college and brought my girlfriend with me. Uh, we got to camp right next to basically the front of the festival, which was pretty neat. And, you know, I just had a great time getting to see a lot of acts that I've I've either seen before and I love seeing or just, you know, getting to see for the first time like Vampire Weekend. I would highly recommend checking them out, checking out Bob Moses. Bob Moses, by the way, blew me away. Um, and Crooked Colors is a very interesting, very trippy band from Peth. So if you like Australian music, check them out. Is that where uh, Daniel Ricardo's from? I think Daniel Ricardo is from Perth. So, uh, you know, but I, I could be wrong, as I always am. Yeah. Uh, question about Vampire Weekend. Do they only play at night? Dude, I don't think we've ever seen them play during the day. So there might be something up with that. I'm, I'm just saying. Sounds a little sketchy right there. Dude, almost a full moon, too, during their set. Very interesting. Oof. Well... Beautiful night though, it's solid fifty degrees. <laughs> How many layers? Oh, not enough. Not enough. I, I put enough. on like every single sweater I brought with me, still didn't feel like enough. Well, that sounds like you had a good time. We yeah, had there's a good no time. one Continue. There's no wonder why I'm sick right now. <laughs> there's literally no wonder why I'm sick right now. I really do wish yeah. I could have just sat down and watch the race, though, because I got to watch the replay of it. And, Kevin, I, I think you had a really fun time. I, th- I I just had a good time with both races this weekend, man. I am such a huge fan of what they've done at Phoenix. And after seeing last year, seeing everyone kind of talk shit about the racing, I was... I, I honestly took it a little bit personally because I'm like, it's 100% the package because the last three years at Phoenix have been completely bonkers. Like 2016 through 2018. Then last year, it was it was disheartening to see the product. Like, we had some good moments, but not nearly. And then this this race finally showed, this whole weekend finally showed what Phoenix really has to offer. And I think everyone who's going to that championship race there in November, just for the whole weekend, is going to it's gonna be such a good time, man. And we, uh, I, and I know we always lead off with the cup race, but I feel like we gotta, we gotta lead off with Xfinity because our boy Brandon Jones now a two-time Xfinity Series winner. How about that? It's no, it's no longer a fluke. Brandon Jones is 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 showing up to play right now. It's that was pretty cool when I, I unfortunately I got the race um spoiled for me. While I was at the festival, but I, I sure did feel good getting that text message from Methy. And shouts out <laughs> Methy for um for being the one, the, the actually the one sending us that out of all the people. That was really uh it was really cool to see. So congratulations. And he held off uh, Kyle Bush, who I, I feel like just it wasn't his best that day. I guess I don't know what happened exactly. You yeah, do. so that 
the whole race, Brandon Jones, not gonna like, kind of came out of nowhere at the end. Like, he was up there, top five, top ten all mm-hmm. day. But then, um, I guess the last restart, he had a good run, and then he he straight up out drove Kyle Busch and even equipment on the same tires. And then even Harrison mm-hmm. Burton got by Kyle Busch. So I don't know if Rowdy's lack of Xfinity series racing which kind of sounds like an oxymoron but like he's on the car every weekend um different yeah. aero package maybe he just wasn't uh used to it or i know that's a fourth team now at gibbs the 54 and yeah, we haven't from... seen kyle in the 54 since he broke his leg oh, i really I feel like it, it's been I, it's been that long 2015 i feel like was the last year i saw him in the 54 he may have come back after in the 54 in the expanded series but i feel like he's been running the 18 the last four years yeah this is one of those like times where i feel like i would disagree with you but i i don't know that and i'm gonna take your word for it and if i'm wrong but yeah i mean that team it's a quote-unquote newer team probably doesn't have all the mm-hmm. top people in the top places and Brandon Jones, man, that's now that's four. That Jones boy, that Jones boy, that's four different winners in the first first four races of the Xfinity series, and they're all series regulars. Which when's the last time that happened? <laughs> it's it's honestly been a lot of fun seeing it. Like you it's know, awesome, obviously, obviously Brandon Jones like winning is a big deal, but we're seeing a lot of like com- competitiveness in the Xfinity series. And yeah, it does have something to do with the fact that we don't see the cup guys in it as often. I mean, even Brad Keselowski, like finishing fourth. I mean, that's a disappointment for Penske. You know, you'd like to see your cup ringer in there lead more than seven laps. But I, I mean, you had guys like Graxon running up front, all running up front. I mean, Kyle Busch still led 78 laps, but I mean, it's definitely, definitely cool what we're seeing in Xfinity series this year we, we are in for some parody I mean unless of course are. these are the four <laughs> drivers that decide to win the rest of the, the races this year which I doubt I a, uh, yeah bold prediction that ain't happening but yeah you, I don't know you never know um I will say Kozlowski probably the most yeah. unlucky driver this weekend because both mm-hmm. races he got put into the wall not yep. to his doing and like yep it's it's part of it. You feel bad for him, especially in the Cup Series, man. He had, in practice, he was by far the best car, and even he still won a stage after in the Cup race. I know we'll get to that <laughs> in a second. Yeah, after he got wrecked, but like, it's it's crazy oh. that he was that good. Yeah, but, uh, I, I do. I'm looking something... at Kyle Busch's stats right now, real quick. Going back, he has not run the 54 since 2015. He did run it after Daytona, but it's 16-17 and looks like 18-19 he was in the 18 car. So, yeah. Interesting, nice. interesting. Yeah. Return of the 54. It's looking like 2010-54 car. That pants well. or, I'm nice. sorry. 2012-54 car when he won zero races. <laughs> Oof. That paint scheme was real nice with the... It, yeah, like it's, it's, is that Twix's first ever primary? Hmm. That I cannot look up on racing reference or I'm a young dude, so actually. Ooh, sponsor search. That's a new thing on racing reference. I'm gonna use that. (laughs) (laughs) Sword getting better and better with age. They don't have anything for Twix, so maybe it's not. It's still in beta mode. It's still in beta mode. I know that I know Starburst is gonna be a primary for them in that car later this year. I'm so excited to see that scheme. Unless it's a yellow Starburst, then if it is uh relationship ended with starburst for choosing oh, what? To, hold to on you don't that. like the yellow starburst 
Dude, yellow starburst is trash. I'll, I'll, oh if there's nothing left, God. I'll eat the orange, but I won't be like thrilled about it. But if you're not eating red or pinks, I don't want to talk to you. Come on, man. Why are you being such a beta right now? Even like the, uh, I, there's like a, an alternate version of it, which is like, I'm not going to say odd flavors. You say like... banana flavor. That's disgusting. Lemon flavor is delicious. Like lemon candy is the best candy and I will die on this hill. All right. You're going to die on that hill alone. <laughs> Strawberry is pretty good. I don't like the orange Starburst as much and everyone loves that shit and I don't I don't get love it. the orange. It's, 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 it's a podium finish out of four. But... I want to just say all four flavors of Starburst are fantastic. Like even the orange flavor, I'll still eat the fuck out of it. But I like, discriminate against my candy flavors. Sorry. Only candy flavor I think that is absolutely atrocious and has no reason being there unless it's Laffy Taffy is banana. Oh, I agree. No, Laffy Taffy is pretty good. I, so. haven't had, I haven't had a Laffy Taffy in. Oh, jeez. It was the it's first time, by the way. That was the first time Twix has ever sponsored a car. I'm just kind of going through like um racing references search and like not even cast car or indie car or indie lights wow. ever yeah sweet so twix uh do we do we switch from the mcdonald's curse to the twix curse i mean over one not great i mean no that mcdonald's curse is still real larson did lead late in that race though which we'll get to in a second but um mm-hmm. uh i heard uh, there was a fight yeah, <laughs> I was just about to bring that up. So between uh, the Bassett, one of the Bassett brothers, and it was Dylan, Dylan Bassett, and was it Brandon Brown? I think it was. I believe it was Brandon Brown as well. Yeah. So they got into it like with a hundred to go on that race, like halfway, and then I thought it was fine. It's like it, it, it just looked like a race, and then after um, they, they pan over to just a fight breaking out. And I, I think everyone's because it's it's in both of Brandon Jones's wins, there's been a fight after. I think yeah. everyone's just so excited, has so much energy, they need to release it. And if fighting's a way to do it, so be mm. it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I get it. You're, I would be, I'm just as excited too for when Brandon wins races that I feel like just, you know, getting into fights. So I don't blame them. Like, you know, Hey, Brand Jones should maybe like win more races. NASCAR should be wanting this to happen because mm-hmm. I know they won't admit it, but fights bring more attention to the races. It do, it do. Won that fight? I didn't get to see it. It it was one of the drivers wasn't even out of the car yet, so it wasn't like oh, it was a it was yeah. a rock sock and Boyer situation. Yeah, not even it wasn't even that low. Boyer <laughs> had some good stuff going on Newman, but no, this one was just kind of like, giving them the uppercut. <laughs> yeah, no, this it, this wasn't. A great fight. Um, it was a better fight, however, than Daniel Hemrick put up this weekend, and I'm so sorry for that transition, Daniel Hemrick. But it's uh, it's been a rough go. It's been a rough go, man. Um, yeah, I'm an idiot. I'm on racing reference. What does DVP stand for? Damage vehicle policy. So, like, I saw that too. Oh it, it just no, said, yeah. he couldn't get the car running in six minutes or less. What a it fool. should just say crash. That thing was junk. It really should just say crash. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly don't know why it doesn't say crash. That's so weird. Oh, well, um, he just, mm. I don't know. And like, he showed his frustration on Twitter too. And like, I really, from what I've seen, Hemrick's, everyone says he's a great guy. And I, I believe it. Like he looks like a, a good soul, but it's starting to get to that time where it's like, he's got 
19 races left in that car this year. And honestly, if he doesn't get multiple wins, I mean, right now he's not even finishing races, but like if he doesn't even get multiple wins, uh, I'm saying his time in the sport might be over. And it's, it's hard because it's, it's, it's real. Uh, I'm not saying his time in the sport is over. He'll definitely still have sponsorship. He could go to another team and still race full-time Xfinity. I just don't see, you know, him taking a chance of getting a ride with the cup. But then again, if he has sponsorship, I'm sure one of those uh, Jay Robinson or uh, Rick Ware teams could definitely use the money. That is true. Yeah. I mean, if he wants to run 36 each week in the cup yeah. series, I'm sure yeah. he'll do it if he's got nothing else mm-hmm. to do. But yeah, I mean, of- like it won't, it wouldn't be anything different from 2019. So, I mean, ouch, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> Dude, um, we're, we're burying him this episode. Jesus. I'm what? so sorry to Daniel Hemrick. Fans <laughs> yeah, we are sorry. We're like, so sorry. We're normally nicer. We're normally yeah, nicer about Daniel Hemrick. But I mean, it's, it's reality of the situation. It's, yeah. But I don't like, think he's done. Like I said, There's, you feel bad. He's done winning race or winning races hasn't won one. Um, he's done oh, God. being competitive. God, <laughs> he's not going to be competitive if he doesn't win with the eight car. He needs to get he he needs good luck and he needs to just keep a car clean. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that JRM is definitely like a top tier team in Xfinity. He should be able to succeed. I mean, Gragson's won a race. Um, I feel like, um, who was it? Uh, all guy led 51 laps at, at, and somehow ended up in 13th. I'm sure you know how that happened. I don't, um, uh, he, I missed like 20 laps of it in the middle okay, doing no, something. Well, but, uh, I can't, I know fake fan. I came back and he was like on a completely different strategy than everyone for some reason, I think. And he was running up front too. So I don't know what happened. Like a, a bad call. He had a loose wheel or something and he had, had to make up for it. But he was like, if, they were saying if a caution came out with like 20 to go, he probably would have won that race because I think he was the only one on the fresh tires. Oh, hmm. uh, yes, the they, tire situation. But the then, end, yeah, they also it? said that same exact thing a couple of races ago in the Xfinity series, and everyone else had fresh tires when they came down on pit road. So I'm not really sure what's, who to trust and whatnot. I will say, though, um, Clint Boyer and Joey Logano were in the booth. They were absolutely electric. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I will say I might not be a Logano fan, but he is very electric when working with other drivers in the booth. And Clint Boyer is just pure content. I love I love Boyer. So yeah, much. like I, I for some reason I don't expect them to be like buddy buddy. Also, if you hear a bird in the background, I'm sorry. Um there's a bird chirping his heart out right now. Kevin, but, um, Kevin has decided to become one with um, nature. I, I am nature. He's jealous. He's jealous yeah. Doors for five straight days. This is true. But uh, yeah, he he was great. Like after the fight, they were both joking. It's like, oh yeah, it's, that's so immature. Yeah, that could never be us. And then they've literally both been in <laughs> fights. Like I'm pretty sure at well, Boyer obviously has at Phoenix. I don't know if Logano's gotten into it at Phoenix, but um. They, they they brought up uh, earlier in the broadcast. They brought up Boyer's incident, and um, he was like, "Oh yeah, Joey. Yeah, I remember uh, when that happened." J- Joey was like, "Yeah, I was in that wreck because uh, <laughs> he was the one that they they came across the track, and Logano had nowhere to go in that twenty car back in." An innocent uh, bystander, love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really was the innocent bystander in it. So um, now it's it's cool to see. I wouldn't say. Logano's like turn face by whatsoever, but like he's definitely a more likable guy than I think he's been. I think that just comes with experience and within the sport, you get to know 
people know how to act. I mean, he's still super aggressive driving, as we'll get into in a couple seconds. But uh, I mean, yeah, great, great broadcast. Fox did a good job with it. Um, a lot better. It's a good driver than- to. If you don't like Logano, trust me, he's a fun driver to hate. Like with Jimmy Johnson, I didn't really have much to hate other than he was good. I have a lot of other things with Logano I can dislike, and I really enjoy that I have a heel like him. Because like with Kyle Busch, it's easy to make him the heel. With Logano, you gotta kind of like you know kind of dig a little bit for it. But mm-hmm. no, he he does it he does it to himself sometimes. Yeah, I still enjoy. It. Like you know, I still respect that he's a good driver. I still get annoyed when he wins races. Like just yeah, what happened on Sunday? But you know. We'll- We'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Well, other than that from the Xfinity race, uh really don't think that's much. So I guess we'll move on to Cup. We'll just we'll just want to see where Snyder finished. I was hoping he would have another good top top five race, but overall, you know, what are you gonna do? Good. Yeah. Speaking good. of Joey Elgano, right. um, your favorite driver one. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it happened we expected um we we I first of all forgot that they were doing the small blade. So when I saw practice, I was very very happy um, to see that. And uh, that yeah, <laughs> I think that we all we all picked Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick to win this race. So congratulations on us for picking the second and third place drivers <laughs> and forgetting that uh, Penske is still very good here. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the twelve team once again for being the most unlucky team in the sport. Completely, mm-hmm. <laughs> just. I feel bad, man. 2018, 2018, Blaney all over again. Uh, yeah, it's just he's he was so fast and just uh, hey. Denny Hamlin two weeks in a row driving over his head. You can you can mm-hmm. take that for what it's worth. You can disagree, agree, but it's he's caused two wrecks early in races that definitely could have been avoided. And I mean, really, he has a win. He's got nothing to lose. I don't I don't blame him for anything, but like. It might catch up to him later on if he keeps pissing these people off. And oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Denny's gonna have a lot of friends come playoff time. I'm sure he'll completely fumble the bag late in the season <laughs> as he always does. And Never. I will throw a chair against a wall as always. Never. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, this race pretty much had it all. I mean, you watched the hour recap, but we had we had four yes. drivers lead six or more laps. Not one of them led over a hundred laps. So there was a lot of constant changes and leaders and whatnot um crazy restarts as always at phoenix a lot of a lot of comers and goers i mean matt de benedetto finished fourth in stage maybe it was third in stage one and then ran hmm. 17th the rest of the day which sucked for him um cole custer got I his first that... top 10 somehow yeah yeah he's finally Perfect. starting to come up daniel or sorry daniel Hamrick. tyler reddick was running extremely well all race i thought and considering how bad he thinks he is at that track you know he he looked really really solid there all day and it's a shame how his day ended he was running p2 and closing i mean hey his (laughs) by the way first time ever that a sponsorship really kind of fit in perfectly with where he was i am second yes you are second Uh, (laughs) yes you are tyler i keep saying daniel hemrick i don't know why Well, we don't. Well, we don't have to worry about him being in the cup anymore. Gosh, why are we doing this? We don't have to worry about him in that in that A car right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty disheartening to see him wreck out. You could. Yeah, like, every, Jeff Gordon was devastated. Yeah, you're like I get commentators aren't supposed to be biased, but when a when a young driver, a popular finish that would be doesn't happen, you can. It kind of takes the the wind out of the mm-hmm. sails. Kind of like when Blaney wrecked. Um, yep. Yeah. When. 
Reddick just at Bristol. It was it was hard. Yeah. I'm in this this race too, but yes, at Bristol as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, the <laughs> Bristol one. I I I I still have not gotten over that. that Thank one you, Trevor yet. Bain. Very Thank cool. Thank you. Twenty seven years old, Trevor Bain. Uh, yeah, but, hey, um, lots of grunting going it, on here. There is, but uh, yeah, I mean, great race overall. Stewart Haas showed up, man. I didn't even realize this yeah. right now. All ten, no, all four cars in the top yeah. ten. Wow, <laughs> yeah. congratulations, Stewart Haas on yeah. ten cars. Wow, right? um, oh my goodness, Ford, I think is undisputably the top manufacturer at this moment just because we i mean are we forgetting how good chevy really was last weekend and how like close chevy was to uh winning the race at vegas i mean in terms of teams like ford has three teams that are really doing good right now being Stuart haas penske and the wood brothers on chevy i'd say has uh, I wouldn't really put the Wood Brothers that high with them. Matt DiBenedetto's oh. like eighth in points. He's running solid. He's running solid. He did, he did better That's than phenomenal. Alex Bowman. I mean, the 21 car we knew was good thanks to Ryan Blaney. I mean, they put Paul Menard in it, and Paul Menard was just like, meh. I take it back. He is ninth in points ahead of both. DiBenedetto is ninth in points. I will give him that. He is ninth in points. The top 10 in points are. Four Chevys and six Fords, so the numbers game has you beat. Not a single Toyota in the top ten, which is kind of yikes. Yeah, the, it, it'll it'll get there. Kyle Busch finishing third again this week. I mean, he he's starting to get the consistency back. It's 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 exactly what I expected. Uh, unfortunately, he's still the only Toyota really doing anything. Once again, <laughs> Marjorie Jr. just looking like absolute doo doo right now. Uh, getting yeah, pissed uh, off at teammates, causing incidents. Eric Jones getting into the wall like. Um, David Reagan still has more points than Christopher Bell. (laughs) So does Ryan Newman. Yeah. Yeah. And just yikes. Yikes. And Ryan Priest. Ryan Priest has less points than, but he also lost points at Vegas. I was going to say, he did have a 10 point penalty, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Ryan Priest at least finished on the lead lap, something that we cannot say for Eric Jones and Martin Triggs Jr. right now. This is true. Or Christopher Bell. This is true. Yeah, but it, I mean, oh, it's, Christopher Bell did finish on Lee Lab. I'm sorry. It's early. People were saying the playoffs are starting to like take shape in term in terms of standings. But I mean, Chris Buescher kind of almost won the 500, and I forgot he's existed in the last three races. If we're being honest, mm-hmm. um, he's been decent. Yeah. He hasn't been great. Roush has um, come back down to earth. I agree. He what did he even finish? Seventeenth. Um, that's about where I expected someone who I didn't realize was in the race to. Two times stage winner Ty Dillon finishing fifteenth. Shouts out. Ty Dillon was actually running in the top ten late in that race. He he yeah. lost some spots at the uh, the restarts at the end. Why I picked him as my dark horse. Why I picked him as my dark horse, man. He, he, I, I had faith in him. He's these shorter tracks. Ty Dillon does much better at than uh, a mile and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, just looking at the playoff grid, I'd say any driver that I expect to be out that will be in um or other way like william byron's 19th in points i expect him to move up uh eric jones i think he'll get up there custer reddick maybe but i mean christopher bro i know it's early. i know it's early and it only takes one win to uh to get there but christopher bell is already a full race behind from the cutoff line in terms of points which is 
<laughs> bonkers with four racers. Good thing you don't need a win or anything <laughs> to get locked in, right? Mm-hmm. Even then, though, he's not even top thirty in points. <laughs> I mean, if well, he has congratulations if he... on running the thirty-six race schedule, but you didn't finish thirtieth in points, and uh, yeah, still won a race. I was, uh, like, if, please if, go if back down has... to Xfinity and win t- nine races. If he has twenty-one more of these races where he just doesn't do anything and then wins one race, it's like cool. He has a win. But it might not be enough to get him in the playoffs. <laughs> but you know, NASCAR will completely just throw that out the window and put him in there. They're yeah, I, boy. Come on, it's it ain't gonna happen. But I wouldn't. I, I he'll get up there. I mean, p- two of the people ahead of him in points. Um, one uh, is David Reagan, and the other uh, is Brennan Poole. Are people so, forgetting that Br- that David should... Reagan is 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 still on the table for the six car at some point? <laughs> I, I, dude, honestly, no, if Newman's still out in Talladega, which I don't, I, I would put Reagan in there. I would also, I would if, put I'm, Reagan if in I'm there. Newman, I'm not coming back to a restrictor plate ever again. Um, only good thing they don't do run it. restrictor plates anymore. Oh my God, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, other uh, stuff from the race, other notes. Kyle Larson was looking like he was going to break the McDonald's streak for a second, but he, he he did not have anywhere close to the dominant car. He had a good car, got a fourth-place finish. Um, Kurt Busch ran, like, 20th all day and finished sixth somehow, so shout-out to the Ganassi guys. Kozlowski, like, wrecked and still led 82 laps, so mm-hmm. shouts out, shouts out um, Jeremy Bullen's actually looking really smart there. No, see, that's what you missed. So, Kozlowski probably could have won that race or finished top five if Bullens didn't call him into pit from the lead. Oh, okay. Classic Bullens. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. it's I, a lot of people in the uh, the post-race thread on Reddit were just like, wow, this is really what it's like to have Bullens as a crew chief. Huh? We were spoiled by Paul Wolf, and then uh, Paul Wolf has two wins this season. I'm like, yeah, he's a... Oh, Paul Wolf really is a good crew chief. Who would have known? He's a good crew chief. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, I think that uh, Logano really just needs Ross Chastain spinning out more often with under 10 to go. It's really helped him out it's two uh, for two. enormously. I mean, he would have won anyways, but I mean, still two for yeah. two. I don't think he, would, he definitely insane. wouldn't have won Vegas, but yeah, his, uh, no. he's such a good restarter that um, I think if, if we're in the same scenario, like same exact top four in the, um, in the final championship race, Harvick got loose off of turns one and two that final lap so he couldn't put the bumper to him in three and four but if i think harvick learned from that and if if honestly if i'm second in the championship and the guy in front of me is in first also in championship contention i'm sending that man to the stratosphere to the moon he goes like like i feel like actually not if i already have a championship and that guy does too i think it's okay because it's like you're still a champion you can add another People are gonna look down on me so much, but like, I mean, if, if it's Jimmy Johnson, honestly, if he somehow makes it there and he's in second, what, what's to lose? God, wouldn't that be a scenario? My respect, my respect. I finally ga- earned. Yeah, or the, they the finally, earned finally gains back. Just oh, actually, I kind of want to see that now. What no, shut up. I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want to see that. Breaks Dale's and Richard Petty's record by doing that. Punting everyone's fan favorite Chase Elliott in the wall. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think NASCAR would be able to make it to 2021. I think everything would just explode. Jimmy Johnson brings sticks of dynamite into victory lane. Just blows <laughs> I have ruined NASCAR forever. <laughs>
I'm, I'm pulling some... for that scenario, to be honest. That would be... That's a nightmare scenario, but it would be something that, like, 50 years from now would still be one of the most iconic moments of all time. That's my nightmare scenario. That's every <laughs> Jimmy Johnson fan's wet dream. Let's be oh, honest. yeah, for sure. Yeah, at that point, you got nothing to lose. Why not? Um, oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't really have much else from this race. Uh, yeah, I just... mean, either. Overall, I give it a nine best race of the year for me. I mean, all, dude, all the races this year have been pretty damn good. Oh, no, this was, uh, I, I don't Daytona, know. Like, uh, Daytona's hard to rate because the racing was amazing, but also you had to factor in a weather delay and mm-hmm. the incident at the end. So like, mm-hmm. eh. um, and then like Vegas is really good. Had a yeah. kind of rough finish. But uh, Auto Club was nice seeing the guys slip and slide around. Had a cool winner, and then this race was just overall awesome. And then not the most popular winner, but a well earned winner. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, moving on. Uh, where should we start first? Should we? Should we? Preview? I don't want to start first. I don't want to start first. Where I want to give a quick shout out to our uh, partners at Stadium Scene TV. I talk about them every single week, but guys, check them out. They're doing an awesome yeah. job promoting this podcast. They've been our partners for the whole season, and they'll be going on through the rest of 2020 with us. Really love working we with do them. Be, we do be loving them, though. So, yeah, thank you all. Yeah, shout out to Stadium Scene shout out TV. If you guys are YouTubers, podcasters, bloggers, or if you're just a fan looking for more content, like, check them out. They don't just do racing. Like, we're one of the few racing podcasts on there, which is pretty neat. They have a lot of soccer, a lot of, for some reason, a lot of rugby on there. People really love their rugby, but they have a lot of um, basketball, lots of different uh, content on there when it comes to sports. So, like, if you're looking for something new to check out, go on TV, check it out. And, guys, if you're looking to make content, get this stuff out there, please check out their MVP network. It's free to sign up. Um. I wanted to go ahead and do an intermission break here because we're going to be doing an interview with a good friend, Phil Clark, otherwise known as Very Fake Phil on Twitter. I had a hard time remembering his Twitter name <laughs> for some reason. I love his Twitter name, though. Um, but yeah, we're going to be doing our IndyCar preview for the 2020 season. Hopefully, it goes very well and we have a lot of fun. We're going to be filming that in the future. So we'll find out. Woo! spooky okay so we now have our little brief intermission here we we're we're, we have uh phil clark on the podcast right now we've recorded part one yesterday of the podcast um on 310 and today is 311 and we were supposed to have phil yesterday uh things came up and kevin was supposed to be on this interview as you'll hear at the end of the interview kevin thinks that he was on this Long story short, Kevin thinks he's better than me. He's at St. Pete this weekend. That was the news he was trying to break. He went to the um, uh, the YouTube Influencers Grand Prix or something. So he's having the time of his life <laughs> at St. Pete, basically doing what I did last year. But joining the podcast for the very first time, some of you may know him as Very Fake Phil on Twitter. I know him as Phil Clark. It's Phil Clark. Hi, how are you? Good to have you on. Good to finally put a voice behind the name. Um, you know, this is really nice that we now have an F1 or an F1 correspondent. We do have an F1 correspondent, but now we finally have <laughs> an IndyCar correspondent. So someone who actually knows what they're talking about, other than me and Kevin just kind of blabbering about stuff and watching the Indy 500. So first things first, um, how excited are you to finally get the season going this weekend with St. Pete? 
I mean, it's going to be a great season. Um, there's so many like talented drivers this year from uh, mm-hmm. Fernando Alonso running the 500. Oh, yeah. I thought of them first. Scott McLaughlin coming from Australia. Oh, yeah, uh, I can't uh, wait for that. Jimmy Johnson doing testing for the mm-hmm. McLaren for 2021. There's a lot of good things going on in the series, and I've watched it for I've watched IndyCar for years, and it, how long have you been watching since? I, uh, probably since the late 90s. Uh, oh wow! Okay, yeah, you have been watching for a while since the the IndyCar cart uh, split, or as a man fix myself, Indy Racing League cart yeah. split. <laughs> I, was, I was more in the cart, but. <laughs> too. But like it's it's probably one of the most exciting like off seasons since like the series merged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had a lot of uh, interesting storylines coming up. Um, wh- which one besides, I guess, maybe the Fernando Alonso, Jimmy Johnson news, are you like the most excited for? Is it like Scott McLaughlin, or is it like because I know personally, I'm excited to see Oliver Askew and what he can do this year. I've been following Askew's him for about a year and a half. Yeah, I've been following him since uh, USF 2000. So he, he's good. He he was like a big time karting star. Yeah. Uh, both him and Kyle Kirk, Kirkwood in lights mm. as well. They they kind of came up together. They're both from Florida, but yeah. uh, I'm excited for the continuation of uh, Alex Rossi versus mm-hmm. uh, Joseph Newgarden. That's probably the that that rivalry is probably what's going to define IndyCar. It, in maybe the next decade or so, oh, and yeah. as well as a uh, as well as the emergence of uh, drivers like Colton Herta, and yeah. it's also going to be interesting to see who else uh, enters that fray. And you still can never like count out some of the legends in the sport, like Scott Dixon. I mean, Dixon is still absolutely ridiculous, and oh, pro- yeah. and Will Power too. I mean, Will Power has been around forever. It feels like. And he yeah. is definitely a guy that if he gets off to a good start, you can't count him out. Yeah, those course, two. Big um, yeah. Power, Pagano, Dixon, mm-hmm. uh, Hunter Ray as well. Yes, shouts out it's Ryan Hunter Ray. It's crazy because I believe Hunter Ray, um, Hunter Ray, Dixon, Power, and Bourdais are all the same age, so they kind of represent a golden generation of sorts. I did not know that, actually. I did not know that Hunter Ray was the same age as Bourdais, because like, I feel like Sebastian's been doing this for like almost 20 years. He definitely feels like it. Like He's one of my favorites. Um, I did not respect him as much when he was in cart, and I, honestly, like looking back at his dominance, it was absolutely preposterous. Yeah, same. But like, uh, I was definitely more on like the Tracy side of things. But I've really come to respect Bourdais. And mm-hmm. He seems like a he seems like a really cool guy. Does a lot of like inner city work in St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. It's a shame we're only getting four races for of him this year, guaranteed. I know. It's hoping for more. He's he's really one of the better drivers that I enjoy watching. It's a shame when you get like these drivers doing the shortened schedules. I know like um guys like Carpenter and Chilton. I feel like I'm pretty and Connor Daly, which I would love to see Connor Daly just do another full season again. Like it's a yeah, shame when you get these. Oh, is he? he oh, I. You know more. Than I would. They just got confirmed to the 59 car for the ovals. Oh, good. Okay, because I was going to say, it says on the website he's in the 20s, so that's good that he's going to be doing a full season. I'm a big yeah. Connor Daly supporter. I was really, really upset last year when he got taken out at Portland. That was uh, that was yeah. tough. 
one. That was yeah. That was really embarrassing for Ray Hall there. I think oh, he yeah. that too. So mm-hmm. it was a the rough start to things. We've had a, there's a couple of guys around on, on this list of drivers. I'm not familiar. Seeing Felipe Nasir on here, I'm think I massacred his name. I didn't realize he was going to be doing uh some yeah, of the races. Felipe Nasser. Felipe Nasser. Thank cool. you. Yeah, he'll uh, he's in the 31 for Carlin. Uh, I don't know who else they're gonna put in that car, but we'll see. They could they considered a Sergio Sete Camara, but I think he's going to Formula E. But Formula E just canceled the next two months of their schedule, so they're gonna have a lot. Yeah, Formula E just canceled due to the coronavirus. Because. Yeah, well, so I guess that's a big thing. We talked about this with Formula One last week on the podcast. So do you think that IndyCar is going to be doing anything when it comes to coronavirus? I know there was news today with Long Beach saying that everything's still scheduled and planned as is. Like, do you think that we're going to be seeing anything like changing with the schedule or maybe like just no fans are allowed at the race? It probably it's something more like fans not being allowed in the race. Because mm. there's not as much international travel with the uh, IndyCar, so like it, it makes sense that they they would still hold the races, but mm. they don't. Uh, they try to limit fan ar- interaction as much as possible. They've already released things about the fan interaction. Yeah, but yeah, I, I can't you. imagine this the schedule being. Um, I can't imagine them canceling races unless it's like a super high risk area and the mm. epidemic somehow gets much worse. Uh, I, we're playing a lot of it by ear. I know Florida is starting to just become uh, absolutely engulfed by this right now. It's not really too much of a surprise the way that this state is. I, I, I feel like it, it's taken a little longer than I expected, really. But um, there's only about little- twenty. Confirmed cases there, right? Oh, trust me, that's confirmed. There's, yeah, there was just a music festival I went to this weekend in Central Florida, and everyone was not. They had no running water there. I can only imagine just the diseases that were running through there. So, <laughs> um, all right. So moving along. So this year we have kind of a newer looking car with the, um, I guess IndyCar's version of the Halo system. It's just this nice looking cockpit. It reminds me a lot of like the, um. The for some reason the formula boats or whatever they were called the speed boats in like the yeah 90s. they still have those yeah yeah oh the they still have I, I did not know they still had those as racing I don't see them but, on TV but I I like the way these new Indy cars look and I feel like it probably gives like better aerodynamics to it too yeah that, it seems like the teams have already figured out like the aerodynamics and how it affects like the balance of the car hmm. I think it, it's gonna look really cool um and it's it, I I think when the way Red Bull Technologies did it, um, it, it's just so much sturdier with what IndyCar is working with because they had issues with it in when testing the F1 car when I I believe it was Vettel or Ricardo testing it with glare and with mm-hmm. how actually how how much weaker it was compared to now. It's kind of a hybrid solution. So you just have like a halo in between it and around it, you have the plexiglass that is using fighter jet cockpits. It's it's good though that they've actually decided to, you know, invest in saving drivers' lives. You know, this mm-hmm. is this has been like a long time coming, and it's unfortunate that it had to take tragedy really to get the ball rolling, it feels like. Yeah. But like 
It, it also is a great way to honor uh, Justin Wilson because he was probably one of the most outspoken drivers when it came to safety in the series. Hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. I mean, there's a lot more things they can do with the sport um, to make it safer, but I'm glad that they've at least taken this part. Another thing that I was kind of really excited for was the fact that um, Pocono was not on the schedule this year. I mean, I know obviously you can't blame the track, but I mean, wasn't really huge on Pocono. I mean, they've, they've, they've done a good job with making the schedule about as good as it possibly can be. I know that there's probably a bunch of other tracks we'd like to see on there personally, um, you know, um, I'd I like to see Watkins Glen personally. Yeah, Watkins Glen is always just a fantastic track. I've never been there personally, but I would love to go visit. It's I'd, it's, love, to, I'd love for them to do like the six hours and the, the, the car race. Maybe <laughs> the Charlotte Roval is a possibility too. I feel like they could totally do the Roval, like that. That would be a lot of fun. Those, those turtles would absolutely eat really. those cars alive though. It's also a market that they've never really like gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you never know; it, it could bring a huge crowd, especially for a doubleheader weekend. Mm-hmm. That, that would, would be, be super interesting. Yeah, I I feel like you know them bringing Richmond back. I was really happy about because I, I I like the Indy cars of Richmond. I know some people are not huge fans of it. Um, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, I, it's so much better with the cars, like. It's it's not as it wasn't as good back then due to like a lot of the understeer issues the mm-hmm. old cars had, but these cars I think will put on a good show there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and I I still love them running around Iowa. Iowa is one of my favorite races the whole year. Yeah, Iowa's a good track, uh, and I believe it's now a night race again. Yeah, it it says that it starts green flags at nine thirty nine o'clock p.m. I'm I'm surprised that IndyCar got their um their times out so early when it feels like nascar is just like eh, we're gonna play this by ear yeah nascar usually gets preferred billing for nbc with mm-hmm. times anyways so they're just kind of like they already kind of know what they want although they're going to change the schedule next year and yeah exactly we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens do. but like they... in the car we usually get in the car usually gets second billing i should say <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. I mean, IndyCar, a lot of the IndyCar races have been a lot of fun. Some of them a little bit of snoozers. I know St. Pete kind of puts me to sleep every now and then, but it still is mm-hmm. the Grand Prix of St. Pete, and I still enjoy watching it regardless because you never know if you end up with a 2018-type finish where everyone's just going to absolutely shit the bed on the last restart. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I still felt so bad for Robbie there. Oh, yeah. No, that was uh, that was tough. But um, uh, I always forget the Barber's number two. Barbara's kind of a scissor. <laughs> uh, it's a it's an interesting track. I feel like you know you could probably like do more with it. I feel like Imza could probably run the same weekend there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah. but like with Robert Wickens, I think mm. that's someone who I'd love to see like test the car later this year, maybe with hand controls or something, and yeah. see what viability he has to come back. Because Arrow, Arrowstrip Peterson in their press conference. To, they were saying they did the five years out campaign for Sam Schmidt. And mm. uh, they said that now that we have a comp, well, the five-year plan was to get Sam Schmidt back into driving a car again, which they achieved. And now the Arrow CEOs and people, uh, Arrow CEO and executives and all the people that are saying that their next project is getting Robert Wickens back into an IndyCar. That would be unbelievable, honestly, if they could, if he, if he could come back. I mean, obviously, I want the best for him. I don't want him 
to have any you know other serious complications with his injury but i mean i was i was a huge fan of him that season like he he oh, was yeah. making me a true believer and like i looked Such at him like that, that, too. exactly he was so nice i met him at um at st pete last year really nice guy you know taking time out for the fans like you know even like through injury and and, and all that mm-hmm. stuff he was He's a really cool person. A lot of people in IndyCar are, are really, really cool people. Like Charlie Kimball was really nice to me. Um, Chip yeah. and uh, Roger were super chill. But honestly, I had a great conversation. <laughs> um, who was it? Um, I had a good conversation with Mario Andretti. Like of all the people, I got mm-hmm. to talk to him for a while. I was like, wow, this is Mario's cool. Mario's so nice you know, with the band. There's never really like a bad like. I I've never really had a bad driver experience. Mm-hmm. With people in IndyCar, some people complain about like Michael Andretti back in the day, yeah. or maybe Montoya, who, who, but he's more of an introvert. Some people complain mm-hmm. about Marco too, but like it, it's just their personality. It's, it really just mm-hmm. depends on the day. But like most of the drivers, they just take the, they just love talking and hanging out with yeah. fans. Oh yeah, they you know they're excited to have like people there that really genuinely care. I'll tell you one person who was really excited to uh, talk to me was um, Lee Diffie. He was, mm-hmm. I was telling him, um, like, hey, I know. I was like, hey, Lee, like when you were um, doing NASCAR races, like in 2018, that was one of the best weekends ever of racing. Like you got to come back, even though the racing stunk, he was, he was electric. And I was like, mm-hmm. and he told me, he was like, I'd, I'd love for them to bring me back on. And Paul Tracy's <laughs> just looking at me like, uh, no. I've watched, I've watched Diffie since like, the mid like late late two thousand. He was a he was a great supercar broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You big supercar guy? Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched as much as, but like, or yeah. I haven't been able to watch as much because of other things. They got rid of Speed like, Channel. It feels like you can't watch it at all now. Yeah, usually you'll, you can find like other people's like V eight supercars accounts. Yeah, they'll share it to you, and you can watch the races there. Scott mm-hmm. McLaughlin has nothing left to prove there, though, and yeah. they are preparing for him to run for Penske full time next year. Okay, so that's what's going to be happening. So, what he is doing the Indy GP is he doing anything else this year with Penske? Or he's rumored to do like eight races or so. Dude, they awesome! Just haven't, they haven't announced a schedule yet, but I'm like, excited for that. I I really think he could show like some serious skill in the series. He was third in testing. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I did not yeah, well, in the uh, Coda open open test, he he had the third fastest, and uh, that's from a guy who's never driven the cars at that track. That's actually preposterous. <laughs> that's he's that's probably, really impressive. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, people um, people want to rag on him for his team's cheating at Bathurst, which is fair. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah. Because, because yeah, Steve did we, cheat, we, but he still got forgiven. he still got to go fast. Yeah, we haven't forgiven the Astros or the Patriots yet, so I get it. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like he's still he's paid to go fast, and that's what he does. Hmm. Uh, he oh. is an incredibly quick driver, and he's already pro- he's already proving that in IndyCar. The odd people in Australia are really hmm. impressed by his performance in IndyCar so far in the practice sessions and test sessions. Well, let's talk, uh, let's pivot over a little bit to some of the other drivers coming over this year that might bring some excitement. So Fernando Alonso, he's doing full time or is he doing a shortened schedule? He's doing Indy. 
I think he'll do a couple other races too. Do you? Because like, he looked pretty good in the 500. He actually did qualify for. Um, how do you yeah. think that he'll fare this year? Uh, probably top 10, top 15. It just depends on how the uh, Schmidt cars are this year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the Chevy is the better package for teams other than Penske. Yeah, we'll see what they can do. We'll see how he, Pado Award, and Alvarescu are. I do like Pato Award. I think that he might have a good season this year. I feel like last year he just kept popping up every now and then. I'm like, huh, that, that's kind of impressive, you know? He's fast. Uh, t- the team, well, when he was with Carlin, Carlin said they rem- it reminds him of Wickens and yeah. how you can, like, it, he's the way he drives is like a controlled loose. Like, mm. when you with the cars in the oversteer uh yeah you can like turn the car and it, even when it's loose you can handle it like a sprint car and Pano has that wickens has it too because of its years in dtm but some other drivers struggled with it like pagino struggled with it or they struggle they prefer cars with more understeer realize that at all with those guys that's probably why it took them a little longer to become successful in this uh tier of racing yeah it, it also shows like why new garden and uh rossi have ascended the way that they have so i wanted to talk about this because i know a lot of guys on twitter are very vocal about everything but we were talking about it earlier and um you know a lot of people very very openly outspoken against Santino Ferrucci. And you actually um, are like, you, you appreciate the fact that he's a good heel for the sport. Yeah. Like he's, this is what I always say. I say that I appreciate watching Santino, the driver, but Santino, the dickhead can just, you know, kind of go somewhere else. He he, he is kind of pretentious. Oh, well, of course he's a, he's a young driver with talent. He's, you know, he's usually probably not going to be the most humble person in the world. A lot of rookies are like that. You know, I mean, I appreciate Colton Herta. I can see a little bit of ego on him too. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's he's also 19. So yeah, people forget that people did forget that he was 18 all of last year. I don't know if you knew Paul Tracy had to remind me every 16 seconds. He was, when he was in USF 2000, he started out at eight. With uh, Austin, Austin, he raced with Austin Cindric. Oh no, shit! Really? They both were like fourteen, and they wow, they, they started okay. together in like 2013, and they, they weren't really any good back then. Like, <laughs> had to have a bunch of years in Europe to really become this good. Uh, with hmm. uh, Trevor Carlin up there, and Austin Cindric has become an interesting, an interesting driver in NASCAR. Yeah, he's definitely fun to watch and also very, very tall. I'm 6'3", and I still felt like Cindric was like pretty much like almost towering over me. It, it yeah. seemed like, it's like shit. I do, I do wonder if he's going to do some like IndyCar races in the future. Cindric, I, I would love to see that. Because of his dad and because of how he's developed in NASCAR. He's also done mm-hmm. some races in Australia. I would really love to see another double duty weekend but you know i mean i feel like i I, cindric would probably be more likely to do it because he doesn't have to race on sunday at the coke 600 Mm -hmm. like that would be pretty cool i I really i really feel like we need to see that again because we haven't seen it since kurt bush and i almost forgot Mm -hmm. kurt bush did it like it was just kind of like i do it next year i hope so i really hope that kyle does because you know kyle probably could win both races kyle wants to do it too depends if he will let him 
Yeah, it gives apparently as as allowed him, and he has a sponsorship to do it. Oh, I, I don't doubt the sponsorship part of things. Oh man, that would be exciting. Yeah, be really exciting. Uh, yeah, with I, I, with, I, with uh, Ferrucci though. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I completely. We we went off topic there. I I asked a Ferrucci question. I was like, ah, well, let's so forget. Ferrucci, his mentor is Tony Stewart. Oh no, I shit. Think. Okay. This and, is making sense. Yeah, and I I think he's that Tony's personality has kind of rubbed off. There's like video of like an 11 year old Santino Ferrucci back in 2010 with Tony Stewart uh, talking. He he also was like, um, he also was a big time like go karting guy who had a lot mm-hmm. of potential and. It, the way he like attacks ovals versus courses, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, his driving style reminds me a lot of Tony uh, and the way yes. he oh, embraces yeah. being a heel. Like mm-hmm. he, he's definitely more of an oval centric driver because what it, it, I think he realizes that he needs to improve on road courses in order to have like staying power in the series, and that's not something that he showed last year. His oval racing, though, those restarts, I won't lie to you. Those were some of the most exciting moments of the entire season, mm-hmm. especially Iowa. I felt like he was going to just go straight through some of those cars. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I have balls to do that. Got to give him that. Yeah. The, the thing is, he also has a, a really good teammate this year. I mean, oh, yeah, Borne got. Yeah. There, but, like, Alex Pelo, Alex Pelo is a really interesting driver. He finished third in Super Formula, was the rookie of the year there. Those are tracks that Japanese drivers have like are are used to have driven for years, and those are the first time for him in those tracks. And to finish third there, that's really impressive. Hmm, and he was really impressive. He was really impressive uh, also when he tested for Coin and. He's going to be a good driver. I I think he actually might be better than Renus VK personally. Yeah, I'm not familiar with VK, but I I mean definitely I'm going to keep an eye out for Palau because I mean I, you're basically the way you're making him sound is like this might be one of the better rookies I've come up in recent memory. Oh, I agree. He's uh, he's only like uh, 20 or 21 as well. A lot of rookies in this year. Yeah, Ben. I feel like Ben Hanley's been a rookie for five years. What is this? <laughs> he's run last. He ran last year. He's, he's been. He's more of a sports car guy. Okay, but, Dalton Kellett is another guy. I don't think he's running full time. He's not running full time. But um, and then obviously he, Oliver Askew, who's like this um golden boy from uh Indy Lights Jupiter, last year. So from Jupiter, Florida. Yeah, shouts out. He's from the Miami area. Um, uh, but like Askew, Askew and Renus VK both came up the road to Indy together, and it's only fair that they're racing for the Rookie of the Year together. It's like Colton Herta and Pato Award, really. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of fun this year. I'm definitely excited. So, um, on this podcast, we make a lot of picks here and a lot of predictions, and most of them we're noticing are kind of more wrong than not. Um, we, I very blatantly said oh yeah larson to the 21 and um i was obviously extremely wrong on that one it could be the two though (laughs) yeah yeah i mean hey i'm not i'm not completely wrong yet we still got another year to see what de benedetto does with that car but um i would like to make some picks here so first things first who do you think is winning rookie of the year this year uh i really like Pelot. 
Yeah. I'd say Plo is, probably is my pick, but Askew oh. and uh, VK are, it's going to be a closer race. It's going to be closer like uh, last year with Rosenquist and Herda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rosenquist had the more consistent season. Yeah. Herda obviously got the win, kind of lucked into it, but got still had to wins. run a good race. Two wins. Yeah, you, you are right. Uh, he, see, I'm he wrong. Dominated on the he dominated yeah. Luke in the Seca. Yeah, you gotta um, understand. I am wrong like fifty percent of the time on the podcast, so please correct me. I am wrong. This is why we have Kevin here to correct me normally. So thank <laughs> it's you. all good. Okay, so we have rookie of the year. So who do you think is going to be the biggest surprise this season? Oh, that's a good one. I'm not even sure myself. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, that the biggest surprise this year is that one of the big Penske drivers either. Um, Power or Pagano are going to just fall off a cliff. No wins, probably one podium, just not looking good. I, I feel like, you know, they're going to put a lot more into um, New Garden, and one of those two guys are going to be fighting very, very hard for that number two spot, especially considering that McLaughlin is going to be full-time next year. Uh, I heard they might do four cars. Will oh, yeah, that's much... not out of the question either. Will, Will is pretty much like... He... He pretty much controls his own destiny at Pesky. Mm-hmm. And if he falls off a cliff, he, he's going to try to get Mario's pole record. He's only like uh, five or six away. Did not know that. Well. But like the thing about power is he has said he's, he doesn't want to race past 40. Uh, car. He's like 38 or something. Oh, he's getting there. He, I feel like Dixon will race until he's 60. <laughs> Let's be honest yeah. here. He doesn't yeah, want to race any cars past forty. I could see him go to the uh, go to the sports car team or something, or 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 do like a one for one and race in the supercars. <laughs> actually, oh, no, sure. he won't. He won't actually. He won't do that. Never mind. Rick Ware That's is it. always looking for drivers in those fifty cars. So I mean, I'm sure yeah. they can always find a spot at the Daytona Five Hundred. True. <laughs> who was it? Who was it that, that was trying to get a ride at the, the five hundred this year? Davison. Davison. That's it. Oh, classic Davison. He's still. He's still. He still could show up in the the TMT car. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's and then Pagano. He's really close with Jill DeFerrin, ah, who is now love Jill, who is now working with the McLaren side of things for oh, yeah. Aero Schmidt Peterson. He's one of the team managers there now. Um, and Pagano could always go back to Schmidt whenever he wants, really. That's dope. Yeah, I, I, I feel like Pagano definitely there, – there's no debate in my mind. He's one of the best. Oh, really? Well, he's one of the best road course drivers in the in this sport right now, I mean, especially if it's raining. I'm picking him. He's always been. Yeah. He's always been an elite road course driver. I feel um, like he – with the schedule, it, it favors him so much. But, like, he also just makes some mistakes because of his aggressive driving, it feels like. So mm-hmm. – We'll we'll see. I'm definitely not anticipating Penske to just completely. This is just a bold prediction, obviously, but I feel like Penske. It's gonna be more competitive. Yeah, Penske is still gonna be one of the top dogs, and obviously Rossi is is just going to be Rossi again, and 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 completely just just be one of those guys out there, especially at like Long Beach or something. You just lead every single lap again. Why not? My my surprise is uh my my prediction for like a surprise would be the 60 of Jack Harvey. They got Andretti support. But Michael Shank has always, this team owner has always proven to, um, they, he's always proved to like punch above his weight. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. With the support that they have for Andretti and with him now being full-time in that 60 car, I think Jack Harvey is going to be one of the more interesting stories, at least for me to follow. He's not getting much like fanfare or support. Like, in the I'll open, check him out like, for but, sure. Like, but like, he's someone that could potentially surprise. All right. And then obviously who do you think it, well, who do you think is winning the championship this year? Well, we'll start with that one. I'd say it could be a third Dixon or Rossi could have his first. Mm-hmm. I think I, it's about time I, Rossi gets the first. I think, yeah, I think Rossi could get his first. Um, and I also think he'll get a second in the 500 because right. he's been trying so hard. That's where I was going to I was gonna go with that also. Who's winning the Indy 500? So you're picking Rossi for that as yes. well. All Although, right. Rossi, but it could be a Rossi versus Joseph. I wouldn't him. be surprised. Joseph, Joseph has not won one yet, so it's like he's hungry. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm, um, I want to make a really bold prediction. I, I made it last year, and it obviously did not happen. But I, I, if he's running the Indy 500, I want to see Sebastian Borde win, win an Indy 500 more than anything. I don't know if he has some money. Um, I know. I know. I think, I, think what will be, I think what will also be interesting that Noah's talk about, talking about is uh Hinchcliffe uh mm-hmm. and his hard time ride because yeah so what's going on season. with that he has full season money for 2021 okay but he's so, just gonna do part-time this year like what like maybe eight races uh three so far oof oof poor um, Hinchcliffe and poor and, and I feel bad for his fans his fans are very loyal no matter what mm-hmm. and the but he's gonna be at the booth for NBC it's true. That okay. I was hearing that, so well, that's good. At least he'll be around. He's he's good for the sport, regardless mm-hmm. of his talent level or not. He's good for the sport. Oh yeah, he has full season sponsorship next year, that's and cool. it's pretty widely rumored that he's gonna be with Andretti. So mm-hmm. my uh, my question is, who does he replace? Is it about time oh. that we finally get rid of Marco? Just punt him to the sun. Marco. Will never leave. Will never leave. He'll never go. Especially since my name is on the team. team. Oh my god! He actually, he's actually part owner of his car. Of course he is. Of course he is. He he's not going anywhere. It's like you know, at least Graham Rahal has like done something in the sport. I feel like Marco is just he's kind of he's kind of just like IndyCar socialite. It's 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 tough to keep seeing, but you know, I mean. Did he even have a podium last year? I don't think so. I will double check this. I I can always double check these things. I always keep racing reference wide open for me. But like, (laughs) do they, does Andretti, uh, does Zach Veach move to like Floyd or something who needs money? Or like, does Ryan Hunter Ray retire? That could could be a possibility. That could be a possibility. Hunter Ray might retire. I I would hate to see it because I love Hunter Ray, but. It's not out of the question. Andretti had zero podiums. I think he has two more years, by the way. But Andretti led four laps last year. Average finish of 14th. He had an awful season last year. (laughs) That wasn't great. Eight lead lap finishes. um, Still had more than Tony Kanaan. But Tony Kanaan also had a podium. And Tony Kanaan finished more laps. The guy who I could see disrupting the Penske... Ganassi, Penske, Ganassi. Well, not technically. I'm talking about Ganassi driver, but like Rosenquist, I could see mm-hmm. potentially disrupting that hierarchy. He was so close to that first one last year. Oh, 
it's heartbreakingly several close. times. Mm-hmm. And also Erickson is up there. I know Erickson didn't really prove much last year, but I feel like now that he has a year under his belt. Yeah, more proteins than Marco. <laughs> well, I mean, yes. now i have to do two edits awesome okay nice um it's fine we're almost done here so let's just wrap it up real quick but yeah what i was saying with erickson is he has a year under his belt i feel like this might be a a solid opportunity for him to really like show what he's learned Mm -hmm. i mean he's not overtly he's not overtly quick but like Mm. he's interesting very tech very technical driver um Yes, he'll have money. He always has money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always a good place to start in racing. So, yeah. last few questions. First things first. Um, if you can go, we ask this to everyone. If you can go back and relive any moment, um, we usually ask this with NASCAR, but in IndyCar history, what would you like to go back and see in person? Uh probably some of the '90s car races, like uh, some like of the good good watching- racing. So like watching like the ninety four Penske races or like ninety five, um, that would be that was that was that was like a year or so before I started watching racing. Maybe like some of the early nineties races too. So you that would be cool. you watch any uh you you watch NASCAR right? Or you just kinda, yeah I do watch NASCAR. If you could go back to any NASCAR moment and watch that live, which uh, moment are you going back to? Uh, Probably the '92 Hooters 500. That would be interesting. Ah, uh, we got that. We got that answer from Brock. Uh, Brock Beard a couple weeks ago. That's a good. That's a good one to go back to. It's definitely yeah. one that I didn't think about because I always say the 2001 um, uh, Spring Talladega race for some reason. I just think that one's so much, with, so much fun. With Hamilton. With Hamilton, I, did, I just think it was such I a good one. I did watch that live. So that's a, that's a great race. Uh, I yeah, just noticed the, the on 2001 uh, season was super. Crazy ass season. I just noticed on Connor Daly's uh fire suit, it looks like it says I am high, but it's just his aim high. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's gonna, that's gonna... Do that. he's a good Christian uh, boy. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. It's his, his good Christian Minecraft server always stays uh stays nice and clean. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, Phil, I appreciate you coming on, man. I uh, yeah, thank you. Get you on before the Indy 500 so we can do a preview for that. Yeah, that should be that. That's gonna be a good time. Uh, a lot of good drivers. Maybe thirty-six entry. We'll see. Please, let's uh, let, let's have a let's have an exciting bump day again. Maybe oh, this yeah. time uh, Fernando Alonso makes the race. It, he could. <laughs> should should could maybe should absolutely. Yeah, you absolutely should. But... Man, thanks for coming by. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Okay. <laughs> Very spoopy. Okay, and thank you, Phil, for coming on to the podcast. 
Yeah, I know. It, I'm so excited as I announced on our uh, our interview right there uh, that we just had that I will be at the IndyCar race this weekend. Ooh, um, how fun, dude! Working their uh, their social channels, so that'll be fun. Damn, dude! Yeah, I know. We uh, Anthony's not just hearing this for the first time right now or anything, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's gonna be a good time. Can't wait! I'll be there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I'm actually going there tomorrow, Wednesday, the eleventh, for a special event there with some content creators. Nice, um, man. Yeah, Is it the YouTube be, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah, We're man. Hell the, yeah. the Influencer Grand Prix, it's, I want to say, the 10 people are in it, have a combined 27 million subscribers on YouTube and over 5 billion views. So definitely going to be some great exposure for, for yeah, right. <laughs> definitely going to be some great exposure for IndyCar right there. They'll all be doing their own personal vlogs. I'll be doing some interviews. Going to be a good time. Potentially interviews for the podcast? Potentially. Oh, make sure if you interview Mateus, you get his name right. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's almost a one-year anniversary of uh, when I butchered Mateus' last name. Hey, Matthias Weiss, do you have a, a time to talk? No. <laughs> oh man, I still can't believe. When I was wondering why he only gave me two minutes, well, there it is. But no, dude, that was one of the most fun weekends I've ever had up until I went to Dega, and then up until I went to Daytona. So I hope. I hope you get the chance to meet a lot of cool guys there. You know, Penske's really nice. Ganassi's mm-hmm. nice. But, I mean, Mario Andretti, genuinely one of the nicest owners in all of IndyCar. And I hope you get the chance to meet him. Yeah, I've uh, I've, I've been growing up here. And I've lived here my whole life besides my time at college. But I've been in town for this weekend 17 years, something like that. And I have never been, never to, been. The, to the Grand Prix. Oof. I've just – I mean – I'm not like a huge IndyCar fan, but now just as like a fan and appreciation of motorsports more than I've ever been, it's going to be awesome to check check it out and to do to do some social uh, media work for them. It'll be cool. I, well, I mean, thing. I hope it's a good race. I know there's a lot of support series racing going on, so I like how yeah. there's always going to be on track activity. Yeah, um, definitely really like check out the uh, GT cars. They are loud as the Dickens on the backstretch. Is that the Porsche class? Yeah, it's the Porsche, Audi. Well, no, the ones I were checking out was checking out last year were like Audi, Volkswagen. I think BMW okay. was in there. The big BMW. Oh boy, um, I know they have the, like a the big date Porsche class this weekend. Um, Indy Lights is gonna be good there. Yeah, uh, I know my uh, my boy. I think he's in Indy Lights. Maybe USF two thousand. Uh, Stingray Rob, best name in all of motorsports. Shout out to him. Yeah, I'm already a fan. I'm already a yeah, fan. Stingray Rob. Hopefully, I uh, get the chance to to meet him. Uh, he's like 18 or something, but I don't care if he's younger. He's got the best name. Um, okay. And then, yeah, with that <laughs> one being back, I guess we'll see if we need to watch the rest of the races if Mercedes laps the field. Um, I don't care. I'm still going to watch. It's, the it's good to be back. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've definitely probably... been watching a lot of Drive Survive, so that's been getting me really pumped up mm-hmm. for the season. I don't know if you watched that show or not. I, I watched the whole damn thing. It was awesome. <laughs> it's beautiful. I yeah. fucking love um uh Gilroy. Nah, what's his name? He's the Haas uh chief engineer. Gunther Steiner. Gunther. Oh, Gunther Gunther's Steiner. the best. Yes, he's Thank the best. You. I uh I'll probably record it just because 
working on Saturday and then I'm hanging out with some friends that night, I'll probably be completely gassed. So I'll you can completely it. fast forward it through it. Exactly. Also. Like <laughs> I'll record the start, watch the start, see if there any anything drastic happens, and then fast forward to the end and that'll be my F one. I know I'll I'll get to watch more of the uh, Bahrain Grand Prix whenever that is. Um oh, behind closed yeah, doors probably, now. Yeah. Well, Did let's hope that? that these races still happen. Yeah, I know. Right now, uh, MotoGP, the the race at Circuit of the Americas, just got postponed until November. Um, uh, and they're talking about postponing Coachella till October. They've canceled Ultra, canceled South by Southwest. I still can't believe they canceled Okeechobee. There's gonna be like a hundred cases of coronavirus coming out of there. Like, you might hopefully I, have coronavirus. I am legit. Like, like I am like. Out. I'm locked up in my room right now. Like I can't come out unless I'm going to my car, like I, or the yeah. bathroom. And I wash my hands like every time, like crazy. Like, and if, like you're, if you're a, um, WHO representative listen, listening to this podcast, feel free to quarantine my friend. Yeah, please just come over and let me know if I have it or not. Cause I haven't been able to go to work the last two days. Not that I'm complaining, but like, yeah, I kind of need to. I kind of need to go to my office, and 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 I need I need help with my my work right now, and I can't yeah. <laughs> have anyone from the office look at what I'm doing because I don't want to get them sick. Yeah, but um, you know, other than that, you know, I'm also 25 and in good shape. So, okay, let me rephrase that. I'm 25 and in good health shape. My my physical condition go. is 260 pounds of your 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 muscle. <laughs> Hey man, units respect good. units on this podcast. Exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying game respects anyways, game. So we've already made picks for IndyCar. Wink, wink. And yeah, hopefully. Make yeah, I think it's time to make some Atlanta pick picks. Yeah, yeah. Alex Ooh, did not send me his picks I, in time. I do feel bad for uh, the people at Atlanta Motor Speedway because after I went last year, they sent a nice email out saying, like, you know, just like, how was your experience? And I was like, it was awesome. Next year, I'll definitely go, especially if you move it to like spring break weekend because then it'll definitely be free. I won't have to worry about driving up four hours the morning of and then two back. And then now I'm like, well, didn't expect this spring to happen the way it's been. Yeah. And, and now I'm going to like completely miss the race. But. Uh, now it looks like I'm gonna be the one watching. This I know, I know. I uh, do you I'll have a way to record the race? Like, I normally oh, go no, to my parents. Okay, then 100%. you're good. I won't spoil anything. For you. I don't know if I'm gonna sit down and watch three and a half hours of a race. Don't sit down just... and watch three and a half hours. You fast forward through okay. the two hours of commercials. It, right. I swear to god, I got through the California race in like an hour and a half because of all the commercials. It felt like all right, I can do that. Um. But yeah, I guess since I got the most points last week, <laughs> Alex, I'll go Alex first. Send me a text message. I'm reading this live. I said, "Hey, we're gonna make the picks for you since um you know you're busy. Um, you know Kevin and I love you." And I said, "He says, haha, okay. Uh, don't fuck me, bro. Don't you dare fuck me. <laughs> love you with a little emoji." <laughs> Wait, we're we're making the picks for him. We're making the picks for Alex, and he's actually done pretty well. So. Last week, once again, Kevin keeps you keep making ground on me every single Bro, week. I'm you, once you, again, you rigged it the first week, and I've been doing good ever since. Uh, I didn't rig it the first week, I just picked Brennan gone. I was oh, handicapped. I you picked Corey LaJoy, you got screwed over by me picking the race winner. We still have yeah. only had two people pick the winners right this year. How things haven't gone as well as they should, but we're we're, we're, we're figuring it out. All right, guys, this is the part of the episode that we're skipping over the picks. Um, Sorry. Okay, back to your regularly scheduled 
podcast or whatever. <laughs> oh my god! Alrighty, All right. um, you ready to round out the field then? I would love to. All right, so rounding fire out the up field, the Reddit machine. Reddit. Mm. I didn't have Reddit open either. Don't feel bad. I will say, um, Fox used my stat that I pointed out on the subreddit last week, how there has been 15 different drivers with the top five finished through three races. I know I wasn't the one who originally pointed that out, yes. but it was cool to see them uh, to use that stat. Um, you weren't here last week, so I actually do want your reaction to Tony Stewart coming back. Um, my 4th of July plans have been canceled. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I am now going to watch uh, that race and then figure out what the hell I'm doing after that because I am not missing my my boy coming out of retirement. It's a good chance I'll be up in uh, the Bay Area for Fourth of July. You can always Ooh. come out with me. My, you can always come hang out with me. My friends will be, be twenty one. I, I will be twenty one. Yeah, I, dude, uh, come I know. I am doing us. summer classes in Tally, uh, but I think I want to come back for that weekend. So I will let you know. Oh uh, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll yes. do something fun. We'll, we'll do something fun. Um, um, was did last week's episode include the the clash? Changes? Yeah, we also Speed talked race? about that. Okay. Me, and, me and Justin were very hype about it. You know, I mentioned the idea of all three series running at the same time and putting Kyle Busch in a truck to see if he could uh end up winning the whole thing in a truck. <laughs> whole thing? I, no, just because the cup cars are faster, but I would put him as a favorite for the clash. I beat the Xfinity class. Yes. <laughs> um it would be fun Brian though. That would be a lot of fun to have that. A, a fun one from this past weekend. Brian France is suing drunk fine fans. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm ready to go ahead and add a second name to the cancel. Oh no. We're we're, we're canceling drunk Brian France. We're not we're not in on him anymore. He's uh He's kind of annoyed me most of the year. He's annoyed Kevin through through little tidbits and methods not like him at all. So we're yeah. we're canceling drunk Brian France on the podcast here. Especially who's our if he's sued. Who's our first cancellation? Our only cancellation so far is still Brian Keselowski. That's for right. for being an absolute yep. asshole yep. on Twitter. Oh wait, can we wait, can we add to that list and cancel the rutches? Oh, yeah, 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 dude. Oh, yeah. I'm totally awesome. down to cancel okay. the rushes. Okay, Great. so, yeah, um, we're also canceling the rushes and the rush life. Um, I mean, M- MF Rutch, who I'm just calling motherfucker Rutch, um, <laughs> is the absolute just worst on Twitter and yes. is just going off on Kevin Harvick right now, complaining about his wife's car and just all this stuff that I don't have the time to read. It just canceled. There's so much to digest in that situation and I don't care about a single fucking syllable from that whole thing. It's like dude, you're not watching her show. You're, like you're not gonna need to watch no talent. They're like she, she just uh frustrating. It, but, I liked Angela Rush running in the top ten at Daytona and then she completely boofed it on her own. Mm-hmm. I, I mean she spun yeah. out because of a misshift like just Get out of here, motherfucker, Rutch. <laughs> um, you, you wrote that down on the list, right? I'm writing both of them down on the awesome. list. Don't worry. The the, the, awesome. the 2020 cancellation sheet is um will be updated. Because I, I feel like this is going to be one of those things that we look back on the end of the year and be like, why do we cancel them? Oh, yeah, that's right. The reasons <laughs> why they're canceled on there. Don't worry. Awesome. Even yeah. Better. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Sweet. 
Also, we didn't Let's... mention it this uh, episode, but you might have mentioned it the last week, but the, the whole bounty thing, um, it's starting this week. What? With the bounty? Oh, bounty thing. Oh, um, yeah. Chase Elliott yeah, yeah. is running yeah, the okay. Hooters car out of Atlanta. That's why I was a little bit excited for seeing the scheme. I know it's not going to be on the cup car, but it is going to look. And I believe that race is under the lights for the trucks. It should might be. finish under the lights? Hope it does. Um, it isn't. My God, can Reddit. I hate well, we'll new Reddit. Yeah, so I'm not. I'm not exactly sure. It depends on timing with the race and everything. But I mean, it's Turn cool to... that I love. The, I love the whole double doubleheader stuff. I mean, that's it's such mm-hmm. a genius thing to do yeah, from a track perspective. Track. Yeah, I mean, for like the employees, it's not really that big of a deal. All you have to do is move like a stage off and on, which is pretty easy to do after a race, especially because there's room to move stuff. Um, but yeah, it's doubleheader is a great idea. So one other thing going away from NASCAR, kind of NASCAR related. So Aero McLaren SP has required number 48 from Dreyer and Rainbow Racing to use at IndyCar races. And um, Jimmy Johnson Jimmy to the 48. 48. And Jimmy is testing at Barber next month for spam. Um, however, nothing has come out of it, uh, yet other than just a lot of speculation, but let, let, let's be honest here. Yeah. Two Johnson to the Indy cars in 2021. I mean, I, Ooh, that Husky I chocolate bar actually kind of looks nice. No, oh, it's nice. Yeah. I mean, Indy car, the road course races is something Jimmy's ex- shown interest for. And I mean, he's driven an F1 car now, technically with the whole seat swap with Alonzo. Um, how, yes. how cool would it be for just like a random, like at like Barber Motorsports Park or something for Jimmy Johnson and Fernando Alonzo to race in that race. And everyone in like no middle of nowhere, Alabama was like, wait, who are these guys? <laughs> I, w- I would totally go to that race. That would be, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would totally be about that. That would be awesome. Um, uh, they got IndyCar back on Sky Sports next year. Congratulations to the people who live upside down. Very nice. Shout out to you, Australia. Nice. I know it's it's crazy how much downforce is on the F one cars that they can race in Australia without falling off the earth. That's insane, man. I mean, yeah. it speaks a lot to this package. I'm gonna miss it in 2021. Mm-hmm. Said literally no one ever. <laughs> uh, uh, did you see the? Hornet racing crash. No, I didn't. I, I did not. Uh, so it was, it was a, uh, <laughs> a local short track race. And um, one of the cars got sent into the infield. And there's no infield wall. But there's like hills where the light poles are. Oh, no. And one of them launched off one of the hills and landed oh. straight on a truck. Oh, my. Yes. Yeah, send me that yeah. link. I will. Oh, I'm sending it to you right now. It was fantastic. I'm actually just watching it right now just because it's absolutely... It, it looks like something out of a movie. Um, everyone's okay, but it's just... God. gets turned <laughs> and just lands straight on a truck. It, it's like the there... one truck in the infield, too. Might have been the pace mm-hmm. truck. Probably. I think... It, I, there... No, there's another... Okay. But yeah. There was an Argo was race crazy. over the weekend, I guess. I did not see this. It was in Avondale, Arizona. Oh, at that is you dumbass. <laughs> oh, I didn't watch any of the races. We shut up. Taylor uh, Smith leading only eleven laps to win it. Uh, Ty Gibbs essentially dominated. 
Um, yeah, they they had a whole messy situation. I didn't get to watch it, but like they were four wide for like a couple laps on the pace laps because no oh, one wanted to give up the position, and then the race ended on a one lap shootout because uh, Arca's still gonna Arca. Arca yeah. finna Arca. Oh boy. Um, there's someone. Um, who is it? Brett Holmes just retired from the race due to communication. So I don't, I don't even know what that means, but um, I guess his radio <laughs> just fried in his ear. Um, something that flew under the radar, at least for me, but was kind of already known, but I guess officially announced. Um, the Sonoma race is going to be run on the carousel again. Yeah, that was we talked about that. I'm, I'm, I okay. like that. Yeah, I'm I like completely- it. I- I think last year, LMS. What I saw, there was more passing zones, but with the package, it there wasn't. <laughs> but uh, just, I mean, congratulations in advance to Martin Truex for winning that race. We all know that's <laughs> happening. But <laughs> Kevin Harvick versus Martin Truex again. We're going yep. to just call someone down pit road accidentally. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, um, the 2021 schedule, which was originally supposed to drop around or on April Fool's Day, which that would have been. Fortunate um, <laughs> is now getting delayed, which I think is a great thing. I thought April was kind of rushed, if we're being honest, because I like to see how, like, when they when they unveiled the schedule for this year, like twenty twenty last year, I thought it was good, just because like no new tracks are coming and whatnot. There ain't going to be like huge. Drastic changes, obviously different dates got moved around. Um, but like with twenty twenty one, there's literally gonna be new tracks there. So they need to make sure those races are getting the proper race dates and everything fits well into a schedule because I mean this it's been hyped up for so long and we're getting to that time. So if they have to wait till like mm-hmm. August to reveal it, I'm I'm fine with that because that still gives even the earliest races, six months to prepare, which is, from what I've seen, plenty of time. Um, obviously, like, Daytona yeah. probably needs a little bit more time to prepare, but they, they, they've known their date since 2019. <laughs> so, for their 2021-500. They probably already know for 2022. Uh, it's just... Yeah, they, they, they know the 500 dates well in advance. Everything else is kind of a crapshoot from there, yeah. but... Um... I think the like. I guess we'll see what happens there. I'm the, I'm hoping for, hoping for some good changes. But I mean, from what I've heard from rumors on Twitter and people talking about stuff, uh, they were saying if you're upset about the lug nut change now, just wait until you what you see what's next. Pissing off more boomers. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they're tearing down Homestead. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's just gonna piss me off. No, you, you saw that. Rumor, little, right? We'll never get. Yeah. I, oh, I'm. Yeah. Uh, you told me that rumor. No, no, the one that circulated on Twitter, um, like yesterday. Oh, oh, oh I see what you mean. Yeah. No. We, I mean, yes. Uh, I also see rumors everywhere, all the time. Like it's Twitter, Reddit, like, um, like Facebook. Just for all some these reason, rumors caught... and shit. I hear, I hear nonsense from you. I hear nonsense from our <laughs> insiders. It's like I, I just hear, like, yeah, I believe it. Sure, why not? No, for some reason, I caught wildfire yesterday that, like, Homestead land was getting sold off and whatnot, and this was going to be the last race there. And then, I guess one of the local lawmakers, like, responded saying, like, uh, no. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, at least not for the immediate future. We'll see how it goes in a couple of years, but for now, I I need IndyCar to come back there. 
Oh, dude, that would be sick. I mean, I do think moving away from Championship Weekend does hurt the facility. There's no question about that. But if they can get another racing series there, like IndyCar, that would be perfect. IndyCar wants more ovals. That's a great old runoff. Put Arca there. Put Arca there. Yeah, why not? Um, but I'm excited. I The tentative plan is to still go there for the Sunday race in, damn, a week, <laughs> roughly. Are you still God, that going? Is coming up? Are you... <laughs> yeah, I should probably buy my tickets next week. Yeah, I, I was thinking of just I'll probably scalp. <laughs> um, girlfriend. Yeah, that might honestly not be the worst, but I want to go to all three races. Like, yeah, I would only I really want to go, go and I got my fantasy baseball draft for that that week Ooh. weekend. So nice. let me see what my yeah, I, I'm going to make Emma drive back. I just doxed my girlfriend, whatever. <laughs> uh. Well, I literally was typing in directions and I wrote your girlfriend's name. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm go, trying to go hang out with her. Okay, see you later. Yeah, my bad. Um, cool, bro. Wait, what? It's that? No, it's, no way it's that short of a drive. It's not that far. It's not as far as you think. Okay, that's better. So, like, you gotta, come to, my, you, you gotta come to my place anyway. And that's closer to UF, right? That is very much closer than you are to Homestead. Like you could, there's multiple ways you could get to my place. Okay, cool. you're learning directions. We are getting ready. It says from congratulations. UF to the Speedway <laughs> is like five and a half hours, but if that's not the case, yeah, then, UF right. UF for me is like maybe an hour to Homestead for my house. Okay. There's no traffic on the highway. Yeah, and good. it will be. Yeah, well, it'll be Saturday afternoon. It also depends who's going to the race. Um, True. I want a lot of my friends to go so we all can just get drunk. <laughs> Watch it. It'll be the final race I'll attend where I... Uh, Whoa, that was loud. Cannot legally uh, drink. Also, shout out to the burp, 10 out of 10. <laughs> That's out. <laughs> Shout out. Um, I don't really have much. Um, there were a couple late yeah. model races. I, there was a Formula E race, if anyone cares. Um, oh, where? I know I don't. Actually, the I Marrakesh E Prix. I watched the. Uh, you me? Oh. What was it called? The. Gusta Grassi. I remember recognize that. Moto Two race. I want to say. Dude, it was. Felipe Massa's in this. Series. Yeah. Hold on, I might start watching uh, Formula <laughs> E now. The cars look. Do like they have? Uh, do they have DRS? Do they have DRS? No, they they have they have some weird shit going. I'm on sure there. they don't. <laughs> it's some. Um, I don't know. It's. I mean, it's. Yeah, I dude, like I'm how... looking at the. I'm looking at the manufacturers. There's like Penske has a car and it's terrible. Like Man. Brendan Hartley and Nico Muller drive it. It's a Dragon Penske. Hmm. Audi got Mercedes. BMW seems to be pretty good. Um, yeah, I don't well, know uh, anything about Formula. I think I'm gonna start watching some Formula. If it's on, I'll watch Eight it. Tracks, I'm definitely though, not gonna get into it. I'm, I'm pretty much established, unless like, unless Stadium Super Trucks or V8 Supercars get a US TV contract. I feel like I've hit my my peak on which motorsports series that I'm gonna follow. <laughs> um, because both of those shit are fun to watch. Dude, they are so fun to watch, but like. It's just highlights that I see. Yeah. Um, what 
else was it? Oh yeah, so I watched the Moto Two race because it was on before the uh, Cup race on Sunday, and I was just wanted time to kill. It was actually pretty fun to watch. Um, <laughs> motorcycle racers are fucking nuts. I'm just gonna point that out because you're racing motorcycles at like 200 miles per hour, and I feel like that's pretty easy to die on. I know they're like fire suits and whatnot are built like airbags but it's it's it was fun to watch there was an american in it i guess who was on the pole for the first time in like 10 years so it was cool to watch him finish fourth almost got the podium um yeah overall uh i might tune into a couple moto gp races if the whole season doesn't get canceled just was yeah i i would hope they don't cancel the whole season um i doubt they would i mean it's well right now the first two races got canceled so i think their openers in april and argentina um yeah we'll see how that plays out oh my goodness um i on on reddit um the Brian France pursuing drunk Brian France. Oh, yeah. Top comment. <laughs> LOL. What happened to the next Jeremy Mayfield sues Methfield? And it's just Methy. Aw, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. I, Methy, I, can just, if- I can just hear Methy saying that, too. I love it. I love that we are the ones, we are the podcast that own Methy. Like, we have it now. And no one <laughs> knows it. Right. No one knows it. The- That's the worst. It's like if Reddit knew that we had Methy on here all the time, yeah. we'd be incredible. We have, but- we have the contractual rights to Jeremy Mettfield is what we're saying. Oh, Jeremy Mettfield. <laughs> um, also, Matthew, if, back next week, if Mayfield does come after you, I would be happy to hook you up with a lawyer. Got you, bro. Yes. Um, I don't think it'll come to that. I feel yes, like Mayfield's, I know, I know. May, Mayfield's a good yes. guy. Uh, Mayfield doesn't care. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah, Mayfield is Jeremy Mettfield is also a Reddit name. He's not a guy on Twitter that runs around pretending he's Brian France. We all know that Methy is not Jeremy Mayfield. <laughs> Love his comments. Still have Janet plans to get kicked out of Applebee's together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, uh, we'll me see too. you guys. Oh, well, Kevin, since you since you hosted, actually, you, you lead us up. All right. Yeah, thanks for watching, guys. As always, I've been Kevin. <laughs> this is why you don't get to lead. My bad. <laughs> Who have you been? Uh, people. Okay, listen. Follow us on podcast. Follow the podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast, whether that be Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, iTunes, any of the other podcasting sites in the world. We're literally on every single one but YouTube. To follow us on Instagram at the same name. Um, follow us along with our picks on Twitter as well. Follow me at LPL underscore Anthony. Follow Kevin at KJ Cause. I think I forgot a zero in there, didn't I? 99. No, it's good to cost my nine. You're good. You're good. Okay. And, um, but yeah, until next time, uh, we'll see you guys after Atlanta. I've been Anthony. I've been Kevin. And, uh, yeah. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Jinx. I think we both. All right. Hi, guys. You made it to the end of the episode. Congratulations. Here's your little Easter egg. So this is being recorded on Friday the 13th. Again, I already addressed this at the beginning, but if you didn't know, NASCAR is canceled or postponed Atlanta and Homestead at the moment. IndyCar has postponed the entire month of March and April, um, and F1 has essentially just – they don't know when they're going back. They have postponed Melbourne – um, 
Vietnam, Bahrain, I'm sure China as well. Um, I mean, uh, members from McLaren have coronavirus right now. It's This is serious. Um, but like I said, you know, it's good that NASCAR and all these motorsports have taken this a little bit more seriously as much as we all wanted to see racing, as much as we were excited for it. There was no real reason. Um, I, I know on the podcast um, Twitter account, you know, obviously we, we were really excited to have some racing. You know, it could be a 79 Daytona 500 situation. Nothing's on and racing is just awesome and everyone's like, holy shit, this is awesome. But let's be real, guys. Like, this is serious and whether or not you think it's serious or not, it, it wouldn't be serious if all the sports were being canceled, if people of high status are even coming out and saying that they have it. Not that they're any more important than anyone else, but it's just a fact of the matter of anyone can get this. And, you know, as of 3 o'clock today, you know, we had a state of emergency going on. Shit's crazy right now. So, you know, we'll be back with episodes, just not racing-related episodes. You guys get to hear other stuff. So just stick around, and, you know, Kevin and I will discuss all this stuff on Monday or whenever Kevin's free, and we'll we'll figure something out. We'll have guests. We'll talk movies, music. Send us topics. We're not boring people. We just only know racing right now. So, all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. What up, world? It's your boy. Just one of the guys down here. Well, I could be more specific. Uh, I'm a human. And I just wanted to, you know, for the sake of all of us Earthlings out there, just wanted to say...
I sleep all the time, so what? It's cute.